0: Seasonal transition period. Four guys who enjoy looking at horses and punting on horses band together to give you mail on horses. Live from wherever their families allow them to record. Drew Patchell. Could you give me a handful of peanuts, Maude? Pete Anthony. Not those peanuts. The ones at the bottom. Rob Scurry. (laughs) and Jack Dickens. This is The Mailbag.
1: Don't be scared little girl, it's only me.
2: G'day, punters. Welcome to The Mailbag. This week, Pete, Rob, and I discuss Rose Hill and Flemington, look at who won and why, with an eye to the good races just around the corner. The Mailbag and our reviews are powered by punningform.com.au. The number one database in racing, every sectional we speak about on today's show would be yours with a sectional pro form subscription. It's the version everyone at The Mailbag uses. Peter, how are you, my man? I am outstanding. Scars, how do you hit him? Over or under triple figures?
1: Uh, Over. And I I do have the PSP, which is the pure strike policy. So if I hit a ball kind of out of bounds, but I hit it properly, I just kind of lined it up wrong. I kind of take a mulligan on the next shot.
2: (laughs) So it's 100 plus, like, with a little hashtag sort of.
1: Yeah, and I don't take more than three on the greens. You know, if I've had more than three putts, I just call it three putts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You call it three or you call it four?
1: I call it three, you know, three, three, <laughs> just add on three, you know. I can't we'll wait to get here
2: on the peninsula. We'll, we'll have like a mailbag golf day. Uh,
1: sounds like fun. How are you going, mate?
2: Yeah, pretty good. Um, it's pretty miserable weather down here, but we've been having really, really good little run. We're in a little bit of a hot spot at the moment, and uh, yeah, loss good. The boy's good. He's shut on. Well, it was a liquidy shit upon call. my upon my suit <laughs> Saturday morning which I thought oh god that's not going to be a good sign the run might be over but uh it wasn't so oh, maybe shit. if you shit somebody next weekend I'll be sweet as well but we'll see what happens um yeah strong day on Saturday via the movers good fun there at Flemington with Roscoe and uh Josh we got evacuated from the grand, the grandstand five minutes before the first which was outstanding and uh the, the, the betting ring was still pretty much deserted but uh yeah, spoke about that in a little article I'm trying to write each week. but we'll we'll start this podcast at Rose Hill. For Rose Hill punners, we're going to do races one, four, five, and eight. They're the races of interest for us and hopefully for you too. Race one, Peter was a was a three year olds, benchmark seventy. What they do to the data?
0: One point six lengths slow to the six hundred, so pretty much overall. They went uh, just below even there. Uh, look, the first three horses home have broken the class benchmark. They did have a little bit of a slowdown, it must be said, from the 1,000 to the 600 as well.
2: Wimla got Timmy Clark on, did it not, Scuzz?
1: Yeah, mate. Um, I, I really kind of unloaded in the run here when it found it, it pinged. If you remember, last time this horse got back with Nashville Wheeler sneak, and had a shock. Sneak, heavy meal. sneak from that. Yeah, and, and just flew home on the data. Um, anyway, so it found the 1-1, went forward. And, um, yeah, I, I thought $4 was, was a good price for it in the run. So this, this was a, a very sour start to my day. Um, I, I left the winner out of the numbers, um, which is, you know, shame on me. It just looked a little bit underdone for, for Cummings. Nice, nice enough horse. Um, Denari completely at top. Um, Wimla happy gay Waterhouse house horse, like, you know, rock hard but happy. Um, so yeah, I I was, I was hurting after the first. Well,
2: the winner Subida has clocked the 12th fastest last six and 400 of the meeting and the eighth fastest last 200. So off that, off what you said about the parade, is it one we can sort of follow for the next one to two starts?
1: Yeah, mate. Well, I, th- I think so. I think it's certainly got more more improvement than Wimla. Um, but you know, you never know. Gay could hold Wimla together. It, it, it has given the, the winner five kilos. So we're a bit. You know, if, you, if you're into your weights, um, Wimla's run was pretty lucky. I, I just wish you know, Buddy Danawi whacked into because he just got caught in the pocket a little bit. Um, it wasn't the, the perfect ride from Timmy um, in the straight.
2: But, um, yeah, five, yeah, 5 anyway. forty-five. The field here, betfair SP. So I, I think this is a race where no one was really sure what was going to happen, and this can be made some money from it moving forward. Yeah, eight dollars, Sumbadai SP.
1: Yeah, okay. I, look, I think it's a horse to follow. I think there's nothing wrong with Savory either. That that for for a Bjorn runner that that had plenty of condition on it. So, um, I think I think race four punters, Elise
2: Robs. I don't know if this is your girlfriend or your fiancé or your wife, but this is probably the number one seed in your love club. Uh What do they do to uh, the data here? What do they do to the data here, P, before Rob starts to get a little bit overexcited?
0: Yeah. Before Rob yeah. unloads on Elise once more with all the units he has. 4.4 lengths yeah. slow <laughs> to the 600. 4.4 lengths slow to the 6. Ah,
1: uh, well... um, Look, she she came in into the yard well above herself in condition, which I thought she would, you know, even a bit woolly in the coat. Um, You know, she walked one lap around like, oh, she's good, you know. She's just going to walk around. Then by the end of the parade, she was like walking backwards, Um, (laughs) just (laughs) literally, you know, all all over the place. Um, Invincible invincible gem, I thought it had a heap of condition on it. Uh, Vega Days was, was the one I thought was kind of screwed down a little bit. Um, well, he's a more of a lightly framed kind of horse. Um, he's got a nice walk on him. I think you, you'd like Vega Days, Dico. Uh, he's a, yep. a bit of an athlete. Um, but, yeah, he, he, he had a torrid run. Um, Lara Main is, you know, such a good-looking good horse, you know. Um, he's an outstanding walker when he's right. Yeah, oh, look, he's come back with a lot of condition on him, and I think he's run really well here. And they've gone; they haven't gone that quick, as you're saying. So, um, all these horses can improve. Um, you know, Dissolute had really improved and it's, it's run well here at a hundred to one. Um, okay,
2: so let, let's get down to it. Elise has come back first up. She's been given a really nice ride by Hugh. She's sp a dollar forty four. She's done what she needed to do. How much improvement do you expect her to? show to you in the mounting yard and are you happy with where she's at moving forward as she aims at a sort of Everest trip, we're told?
1: Uh, look, I just, I, you know, she's certainly a bit, a bit of a head case still in the mounting yard. Um You know, I, I think they should adopt, you know, just get her in a little bit later, you know, make her do a couple less laps. Um, you
2: start making up special rules for your special horses. They should only have
1: to do four laps or they shouldn't be able to race. Okay, well, well yeah, look, I mean, she's got plenty of condition, um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd just be watching her. It depends on her opposition. I, I think, she, you know, 12, 1400 should be very hard to beat wherever she goes.
2: It looks to me on the data like just a nice little pipe opener, Pete. Would oh, you agree?
1: Man. Yeah, I would
0: agree with that. None of them broke class benchmark overall. Yeah, there's, a,
2: there's plenty more under her hood off what she's done previously. Now, race number five. Peter, Dawn Passage 1, SP430, Betfair SP. What they do to the data, au.
0: lengths fast to the 600, and basically every single horse except for the last two, so seven of the first nine have broken the class benchmark.
2: Luciello, run third, clocked the fastest last six, the fifth fastest last four, and 200 of the meeting here in this race, Rob. How'd they parade? Which one do you want to be with moving forward?
1: Oh, well, we we, we found the winner from the yard, uh, which is always good in these. uh, I I like to, you know, I rate myself on these Rosebud and the the young three-year-olds when the good ones come back. Um, But he he looked a bit more forward than a couple of the other runners here. Um, So I I think, uh, yeah, Hughes was was a really good run. He's got home, showed a real fight to win. Um, Luciello, you know, Waller had that perfect, you know, not quite at top for Waller. Um, It bounces around, which is, you know, very not the norm for for Chris Waller horses. Um, Let it pour was, was, um, you know, Typical Bjorn, so, so pretty for a little bit forward as well. Um, Pro, Superium is the one I'm most interested in going forward out of the race. Um, I, th- I, th- I think for for a horse which has got a, a very low rating, um, he, he can he can really improve. So here's my follow. Um, I think he's, he, he had a bit of a checkered passage in the straight. Um, it's got a heap of condition, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ran a hole in the Golden Rose. Saying
2: it now. Oh, big push. Write that down, Bonus. Race eight now, 1200 metres. Prom candidate. I think we backed at good odds last week or the week prior in the last, where it we did. Um, looked oh, like it was going to win and stopped. It's gone around at $7 here.
0: We didn't launch, Rob. Why was that?
2: Actually, uh, firstly, sorry, let's <laughs> stick to the process. Peter, data.
0: Uh, they've only gone even. They've gone 1.8 lengths fast to the 600. And the first six horses, so six of the ten, have broken the class benchmark, yeah?
1: Can I just say so, this? Just fuck, just fuck talk talk us through fuck. it. I just fucked up. You know, the horses in the numbers, that should be enough. I think the comments like, you know, good again or, you know, I, I just... Might have been a little bit taken with with um, you know the nine you know we're back the second and the third horse with the units um, and prime candidates got away from me so I'm I'm a bit bit dark on the whole race. Uh, what do we do with prime
2: candidate? It's gone from a 5.4 fast benchmark figure to a now up to 1200 and recorded a 7.8 above benchmark figure. That's a peak. Its previous start was a 2.7. It's 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 trending upwards or has it found its ceiling?
1: No, look, I, I think it'll run well wherever it goes. Um, I'm I'm beyond this this I think I said in the in the text before in the previous race like uh, this this stable can't buy a winner. And then of course the next race, fucking yeah, All you've spoken about today
2: is Bjorn. Yeah, uh, Bjorn, Bjorn. Bjorn's up on a bear.
1: Ah, well he's it's been going close a lot of his races. His horses, you know, generally parade really well. Their horses I often find Bjorn's runners. Um but yeah, look, um Dawn Dawn is a nice type. Um, you know, some people are saying that she might've been a little bit unlucky with Tommy Berry. Um,
0: so cool, taken,
1: huh? so, <laughs> so, so taken, I, Yeah, yeah um, forward for Waller first up, which I just, I just love. And then you combine that with J-Mac and then the, the, the figures that we use, um, after I look at the horses that said that that horse might, um, you know, it was, was, I was, was one I was hoping to find and I found it. So, um, yeah, Waller first up, I, I thought it's wrong. was a bit disappointing. Um, you know, the other disappointment in the race was Black Magnum. Um, this, this is, you know, was was a good thing on Friday. Black um, Magnum's are condoms, aren't they? Who's <laughs> naming their horses after tarps,
2: raincoats, Jimmy's? It's silly. Is it a gelding? You'd hope so. Um. Anyway, sorry guys. <laughs> Rob, which horse do you want to take from the meeting for the punters at home?
1: Superium. Superium. As I said, it could run a hole in the Superium out of which race? Uh, it's the Rosebud. I think it's race five.
2: All right, guys. That's Rose Hill. We now head to Flemington, but we'll quickly touch on Mountain Goat. They hydrate the mailbag. We all love the Goat Lager. They're brewed from the pure waters of the Yarra River, sucked straight through a hose and into the brew house there in Richmond. If you haven't tried a goat, you should. Now, Flemington – we're going to touch on races three, four, five, six, seven, and 8. We're going to briefly do the first half of them and deep dive into the back half. Race 3, Peter, what'd they do?
0: Outside of Ruben Blurb being backed heavily and then winning, um, the 1.2 links fast to the 6, so they've gone pretty much even, and only the winner has broken class benchmark, so well spotted picking up the winner there, Jay Dickens.
2: Yeah, very nice start. This one at Vegas night didn't roll forward from its typical racing pattern and then almost won the previous race, but we won't talk about that too deeply. Fascinating race this. Ruben Bleu has gone much, much slower to the sixth than its previous start and still recorded a really good turn of foot to put him away here. The, the figure is 10 lengths slower than its previous start, so it's sort of been backed off its figure versus Sylvia's mother. It's dropped right back in grey, but it's shown it's pretty versatile. Handle a heavy. This is an exciting horse. With a, it's Also found from the yard. So it's a nice horse. It's a sprinting type. It's got plenty more in it this prepper could run two or three more nice, nice races. Uh, race 4, Pete, what do we find from the data? Uh,
0: pretty much even again. One length slow to the 600. None of them are broken class benchmark here. Once more, another congratulatory slap on the back to Vinland. Yeah, 6.50 we took,
2: 5.20 started Betfair SP. I thought this race was sort of ours for the taking when Jungle Edge and T.O. Newton on Chahitsi decided to sort of slow there from the 8 to the 6, 6 to the, almost the 4, It let the horses like Vinland and Kimono and any other one that wanted to run on, run on. Super Titus loomed and might be a horse worth falling out of the race, and Vinland was completely blessed with the way the race was run but it looked likely that would happen on paper. Romance had justified it's huge massive hemorrhage last start at Caulfield to record a much better performance than it did last start Race 5 Pete
0: Uh, They've gone quick here, 8 lengths, the best part of 8 lengths fast to the 600 and uh, as a result we've got everyone down to rebellious Lord who finished 6th breaking class benchmark so the first 6 home all broke the class benchmark
2: we'll just where, where, where wear what a training performance this is from the man who's responsible for Charossa. Not sure of his name off the top of my head. D-Lane. How many lengths is D-Lane worth as a positive jockey change,
0: boys? What would your best guess be? Three and a half to Two four. Two and a half. If you look at
2: this race, nine. Nine lengths. Now, Tarossa has been three wide the trip, improved on its last start of a benchmark figure of 0.1 to record a 9.2 fast. It's done most of that damage to the 600. So in the first part, the first 400 metres of this race, somehow has just, just stuck on and dropped him. Like, enormous training performance. The ride, it wasn't like a peach, but he just got in that nice rhythm. The horse was travelling. Obviously, he can feel that sort of stuff. The champion D-Lane, and this is... If this stuff happens every Saturday, I'll go broke pretty quickly. I don't know how this horse won in run. I don't know how this horse won on form, but it was a massive, massive performance. Uh, I, I think you'd probably find that sort of part of the ground was probably best. There's gotta be like something else is going on here for this horse to do what it did. Nothing untoward, I just think it might be a, a theme for the day that horses with momentum in those water lanes as the track starts to chop out were more suited than it might've looked. Race number six next, is it, Pete?
0: Yep, race six, 1.1 lengths fast to the 600. So, again, pretty even. The first two home, the inevitable and assertive approach of both broken class benchmark. And gap the
2: rest. Rob, what do you think of this race when you watched it live?
1: Is this one where Dwayne Dunn's sitting pretty all out the, the straight? Yeah, with the speed wobbles, but yes. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I thought he should have gone to the horse, like, at the two hundred and fifty, three hundred meters, Peter. Um, yeah. Oh, look. I know what you're going to say because I know we've
0: already uh, gone through some of the data. But I, I never have an issue with jocks. I think they know what they're doing. And for grandstand jockeys to be sitting in chairs in their leather undies and whipping uh, the you know best bets into their leg, screaming at the TV, uh, until you're actually on the horse and you're actually feeling what it's like going through the gears. Probably just best to just leave it and wait for the data to come through. I'd imagine. Yeah. Well. The, the The ride looks
2: casual, but it's it's just simply not. They have gone. the The horse's run second assertive approach has gone, not nine lengths faster than it went the previous start to the six hundred over four hundred fucking meters. So it's a very short trip to be going that much quicker it's come home a fair bit slower than its previous start but it's recorded a personal best so he's sitting on top of this horse and he because he's Dwayne dunn with severe experience and ability he probably realizes we're going real quick here so he doesn't want to gas the horse any sooner than he, than he has to i think the biggest story out of the race is the inevitable this is a horse that it's, it's it had one start over it's had once this is first first start this prep its last start was in the Australian guineas Against mystic journey Over 1600 meters its personal best Its personal best was over 400 meters It, it has recorded a, a, a career peak and it's done it over a thousand meters. This is a serious training performance This is a serious proper horse I'm really excited to see what this this horse can do. I think they sort of primed it for this race. It's by Deal, which it's by Deal with a 400-meter peak. It's very hard to find the way I do form. Again, if this happened weekly, I'd be broke. But I just think the horse has just got a lot of ability. And it it, it was a bob of the head in the end, really. But this was a massive, massive performance by the Inevitable. Anything else to add there, boys?
1: How did it look from the yard? Does it look like a proper horse?
2: Doesn't look like a sprinter. I, I thought it was like four hundred meter horse.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
2: But I, I think it, it just enjoyed that that real strong tempo. Like in the, in the Guineas, they went quicker. Like whilst it was over a longer distance, they went quicker there. He can handle that trip. It was always just going to keep going. It was a really really good ride by Empoy. When he gets him right, he's really really
0: good um next race pete what are we doing uh race seven they've gone pretty much bang on benchmark they've gone bang on even 0.5 length slow to the 600 nothing's broken class uh in the overall class figures there oh this this race is just
2: uh <clears throat> it still hurts oh. to be honest i i really yeah. feel like and you both know we're horse watches there's certain horses and it happens probably less. The least for me, then for Rob, and then it happened mostly for you, Pete, because you've got a smaller pool of horses. But I have, I feel confident in reading my pendant, and I've seen it walk a lot better. It's a horse that doesn't carry a heap of condition and walks with a real nice style—not a panther, but an athlete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't right; like it wasn't at its best. So my eyes lit up. Let's, what can we do here? Because it's taken up such a big percentage of the market. Then Special Diva, who's been up a very long time, was at top perfection, walking like a panther. Check the map, on pace. I think it was on pace he's suited on Saturday. Uh, handles the going, tick, 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 uh, in the numbers, in the top of our sheets that we use, tick tick tick, fifteen dollars bet fair SP. Yes please. <laughs> I thought we were fucked from about the four hundred and fifty out, but we weren't. And if yeah. any other human being in this, on this entire planet was riding my pendant, boy, we are fucking so rich. So rich. Very
1: frustrating. How do you boys see it?
2: When, when, at what point did you give up?
1: About uh, the 200 meters mark I thought we were done. We were cooked. Um, but then with 50 to go, I thought we were going to win. <laughs> it's torture, isn't it? It's just yeah, 50, 50 to go. I, and I, I, laid, I laid the – that might pend in as well. And, I, and I, I've got to talk to you about getting some Betfair, you know, buyback bots sort of thing on my gigs toy. I probably, yeah. I'm not sure what we traded at, boys, but there's a lot They traded real
2: low. So I got all my money back, but like, yeah. I talked to you about this on the phone yesterday. It was an enormous result if I had it gone the other way. Uh, I'm actually heading up to the Gold Coast on Thursday to do a uh, presentation on Bet Angel. So if anyone's listening and wants to be involved, you can get in touch on Twitter and we'll sort you out a ticket. Rob, sounds like you should probably come too.
1: <laughs> On Long Geeks Toy, um, which is, you know, I've got a lifetime subscription there. Pretty pretty happy with it. But, yeah, look, I, I had another thing at, at Belmont, which which looked home all the way, number seven in about race four, Pete. Um, I'm sure it traded very low. What about Moses? Could have hit just – yeah, that sounds about it. $15. Found the 1-1. One, one. You know, I'm just like, you told me that the inside was likely off at Belmont. So, um, yeah, it was a good bet and – yeah, I didn't get anything out of it, I'm lost on the race.
2: Righto, race 8, 1200 metres, Ori Star, group 3,
0: the enigma, the myth, the nonny, delivered. What'd they do, Peter? Uh, 1.5 length, slow to the 600, the first two home had broken class benchmark, and that's it. Should I or should I have not allocated a unit to this horse? Fucking earth, you should have. Peter? First up. You probably should have. Because I think both Rob and I backed it, didn't we?
1: Oh, fuck yeah, I backed it.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I did. It's, It was in the numbers. I think it was third pick.
2: Third was in the numbers. Strong, very strong like, comments. It could have you been said. a pop, but it's like Socy Bond. So what are
1: you doing? Yeah, exactly. What did, what did well, I say?
2: What was my words?
1: Um, cracking type. And Forward. Yeah. And forward, and you know what else it had? Because he said in the Malibu Stall comment, can't bet because of the barrier with Malibu Stall, and any D Lane got rid
2: of that. D Lane's
1: oh. fucking freak. That
2: yeah, he, Malibu Style found the best best going in the straight, and he shouldn't have. Great ride.
1: Yeah, as we but said, also, yeah, he, only he had to, Oliver he had
2: to cross to get there. And, and the previous week at Caulfield, when we did back Malibu Style, it was slightly slow away and costed the race. So I wasn't very confident that we'd find the best going, but it did. And then for Sosie Bond to just run it over, fuck.
0: So you know, oh, Luke, look. I was going to say, Lukey e. Nolan's ridden Sosie Bond four times. He's won on it twice, finished second once, and that was behind Fifty Stars. The fourth time, it ran ninth in the CF4 Stakes behind Manuel, beaten two point six lengths. How's hindsight?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well,
2: oh,
1: look, it, it, it's you know for me down the straight you want a 14 1600 and a 14 meter horse can win down the straight if they go hard enough oh and, look at um, the
2: inevitable they can win over 1000
1: yeah true true and i think he's is a 1400 1600 meter horse i heard the Hayes saying that you know races like the Turac and the what used to be the the Rupert Clark um, might be might be for him you know good handicap i, right I, hand I think he'll be over bet
2: at Caulfield and not a bet at all at Moonee Valley But at Flemington, he he needs to build a nice rhythm, which he did. He was he was going to be in the finish of that race from about the eight hundred. He was travelling, and Luke was just steering him. But he needs all that time in the world to find clear air, build into his work. But then, like even if you're an in-play punter,
1: he was winning at three hundred.
2: Yeah, but not if if you're an in-play punter that just bets like everywhere off the radio or off TV, yes. But if you're a Victorian-based professional, you've got serious question marks over Sosie Bond sticking its neck out. I know, I
1: know, cracking, sheen stuff, Cracking type. You know, when Malibu style, you know, Caesar has got to be a risk with his pattern. Um, you know, there was some percentage somewhere. I was, I was interested in a, a hood. Um, she can be, she can be a, a bit of a bitch um in the yard sometimes how does she parade dico
2: uh light didn't like her at all I think she's slightly overrated i think caesar was a victim of circumstance uh, i'm very keen for it next start now i avoided it at this start it's got a really strong sp profile it did everything it could have done on saturday given the way the race shaped as each horse as the, when they jumped and d lane led the charge to get across to the grandstand side that really hurt chan- the horses that like Caesar, who were going to be back and running on down the down the side, mm-hmm. they they had nowhere to go. All of a sudden, Whereas so if they went down the middle, Caesar probably runs a little bit closer in the finish there.
1: But One I more. definitely
2: think the outside lane was it was suited in the straight races on Saturday.
1: Yeah. One more, um, you make me smile, um, the Sydney horse. What do you think of that? It was it looked underdone to me first up. I don't,
2: even, don't even remember it, so I didn't think a lot of it. Okay, so it okay. It, it, it could improve. Okay, moving on. All right, boys, that's about it. We've got accountable late mail betting advice and a mounting out report on the key runners from Sandown via myself on Wednesday. Head to themailbag.com.au if you want to join our team. Uh, what else we've got on, boys? Anything else? Gold Coast Thursday afternoon, Betfair event, third-party app event, workshop?
1: Mm. Mm. I don't know, Cuba at Warwick Farm should get the job done at 3.50 after I backed it all the way out, six out to 12 two weeks ago. Cube, I think it's race, race for Warwick Farm. It's the simplest, right. one of the sickest beats um, I've had in a while. All right,
2: horse to follow from you, Peter, over there? Anything or just, yeah, just little, tapping out? Nah, little fish, little fish. All right, no, I think there's a horse that, in a week where nonnies have delivered, I think Seabird showed more than enough late knuckled down and, and really wanted to beat uh, Milwaukee in the in the good race there, the group three down the straight, I, I think that horse might be back. And it, it would probably get a, the price to find out. Alright boys, that's the mailbag, hope you enjoyed it. Um, feedback encouraged, wanted and welcome, let us know what you think. Bye bye.